folks, if you wanted to come to our Effective Manager Conference for quite a while, but either we don't come to your location or you simply can't afford it because your company won't pay, we understand, and that's why we've created our video Effective Manager Conference series of videos. You will be able to see the entire conference on video, including the practice, broken down into small 10 to 15 minute segments. Each segment has a quiz and there's a transcript to go with it through which you can search for those topics you wish to go back on. Come to the website, check it out, get a license for our video effective manager conference. Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, rolling out the Trinity with your team, part four of four. Hi everyone, this is Mike. Uh, welcome back to Manager Tools. Today we complete our conversation, yep, believe it or not, today we complete our conversation on rolling out the Trinity with your team. As I said before in previous podcasts, if this is your first introduction to Manager Tools, uh, I'd encourage you to, to either, not even to go to back to the beginning of this series, which was three weeks ago, but actually to go back some of the previous podcasts and learn about one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, delegation, things like that. Once you've listened to those, then this makes a whole lot more sense. So, with that warning, here we go with the conclusion of the series on Rolling Out the Trinity. Positive feedback is more than praise. It lasts longer. It works better. And it takes no more time at all. That's one of the things that people are surprised at at the conference, right? Is how quickly you can deliver feedback. You can deliver feedback in seven or eight seconds. What, what's not to like about that? But now we're going to get to the stuff that people really want to hear about. <laughs> things that just, right. they've just been waiting for, which is negative feedback. So now we recommend that after six to eight more weeks... Of giving nothing but positive feedback to everybody, to top performers three, and three bottom four, performers. To okay, everybody. But, I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. Three to four weeks of positive feedback to your top performers, right? Right. And then you add positive feedback to the rest of the team. And that doesn't mean from the time you start feedback and then six to eight weeks later, you're doing negative. It means three to four plus six to eight is how wow. long you spend on positive. That's a lot. That's, yeah. that, that's all on positive? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. It's a lot I of know. positive feedback. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, only, yeah. you know, 95% of what people are doing is positive. But if we want right. you know, to, if we want to encourage yeah. that, if we want them to right. keep doing it, I, I Yeah. The, the I problem guess. is the paradigm, right? It's not, it's not the behavior. It's the paradigm. Okay. Look, right. and again, same thing. We're going to learn negative feedback, but we're going to learn it in front of our top performers again. No mystery right. here. You want right. to learn it in front, of the, in front of the people who are going to be more forgiving, more interested, more willing to hear it. Um, th- frankly, of course, they're going to be begging for it, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Look, you can't avoid negative feedback. We're not suggesting that the world is perfect. Okay. So you get good at the model with the six to eight plus the three to four of positive, And then you can deal with negatives when your directs are essentially expecting it. They're mostly comfortable with the model. You're mostly comfortable with the model. And now you can have those slightly more touchy conversations. Mostly? Yeah. Well, yeah, really mostly. I mean, uh, um, 
I, I don't think we, that managers can assume that they will have mastered the feedback tool in a few weeks. You'll still feel slightly <clears throat> iffy about it. But if all we had to do was things that we were 100% comfortable with, our cubicles would be filled with beanbag chairs and hookah pipes. You know, I mean, the, your job as a manager is not about your comfort. The Horseman Curve shows us we got to be willing to sweat a little now, now, to shine a little bit later. The path of least resistance as a manager is rightly labeled the road to hell. Your competitors are not satisfied with what's theirs. They want what's theirs and what's yours too. Right. You better be willing to get uncomfortable. In fact, at least this way, being uncomfortable this way, you can choose your discomfort. You sit unchanged for a little while and your competitors will own you after a while. Okay. And they will choose the level and type of discomfort you end up with when they bought your firm. Uh, look, if I were competing with you, I would right? Fine. Don't do feedback. Don't ask your people to get better. Don't be candid and professional and, and, and polite and sincere and respectful and concerned when you deliver feedback. Don't do it because you're uncomfortable doing it. I bet you'd feel bad though, wouldn't you? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No. Let me just repeat that. No, no. Uh, What's that saying about Texas? We don't want everything. We just want what's ours and what's next to ours. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, I'm in Virginia, so that won't really affect. Oh, Maybe it would. It'll just take us a while. (laughs) (laughs) So look, after the six to eight weeks of of positive feedback to the rest of the team on top of, we're really talking nine to 12 weeks of positive feedback. You start giving negative feedback to your top performers. You're going to be tolerable, tolerable, and that's fine with the model. And they're going to be eager to hear it. And so if you make some mistakes because you're a little bit nervous because it's negative, that's okay. Your top performers are going to be begging for it. What about a top performer who asks for negative feedback? Yeah, they're they're going to do it. It's pretty normal, right? And our guidance about this is it totally depends on you. If you're not comfortable with the model yet, if you feel uncomfortable, if you're, you know, you're, let, let's, and by the way, we're saying that we're do, they're asking for this in week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, week eight, week nine, right? Not, not after 10 to 12 weeks when you're ready to start doing negative feedback. We're talking about if they ask for it early. Um, <clears throat> if you're not comfortable yet, don't do it. Tell them you totally appreciate their openness, and hopefully you do, um, and that you'll think carefully about some opportunities for improvement. Then... In their next one-on-one, give them one instance of possible improvement, a bit of negative feedback. Remember, it's not about the mistake they made. It's about getting better the next time. And then pay attention to their response. Keep doling out the negative feedback slowly. If Again, if you're not to that six to eight week plus three to four week mark, a bit at a time. And if you're in doubt, just wait. It's fine to wait until you feel better. Right. Yeah. And it's, and when they ask for negative feedback, don't immediately go, oh, well, here, let me give you 10 pieces of negative yeah, feedback. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, was, I didn't say the other half of it, right? That's what managers think is like, wow, okay, finally we got to the negative feedback part. Wow, I can hit them. No, don't. If you think they're ready and you think you're ready, give them one piece and see how they respond. If they respond well, start giving them little bits more at a time until they're until you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable. Yes. Good. 
Okay. But don't unload on them. Jeez. And don't unload on them the one-on-one three days later and say, I've got nine things I've been meaning to talk to you about. Anything that happened in the previous 10 to 12 weeks, you don't bring it up. It's not like you've been keeping a, a report card of something that happened six months ago, nine months ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It's only since they've asked. You don't bring up old stuff. That's like having an argument with your spouse and saying, well, yeah, but two years ago you said this. Nobody likes that. Maybe yeah. you think you're winning the argument, but you're losing the war. Don't yeah, do it. When, when they ask, it's like, uh, oh, okay, George, I'll, um, I'll I'll keep my eye out, and uh, I'll, I'll yeah. let you know if I see something. Not, yeah. if I see, oh, yeah, yeah, here's 10 things I've been thinking about for the last three months, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then they go, wow, all the one-on-ones, all the, feed, all the positive feedback was really, really just designed to give him air cover to do this. Yeah. Oh, and now God. you're back to square one again. Yep. Okay. Good. Now, our final numbered guidance, number eight here, is right. following six to eight weeks of feedback to everyone, both positive and negative, Right. roll out coaching slowly. Yeah, think about that. Three to four weeks positive, then six to eight weeks with everybody, and then six to eight weeks more of positive and negative with everybody. So that's a lot of, I mean, shoot, that's a lot of weeks. That's, that's a 15, lot of feedback. Yeah, a lot of feedback. Well, uh, depends. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, a lot yeah. of weeks. We'll, we'll see how much feedback it is. Right. Um, so, all right. So you've introduced and started one-on-ones after the three weeks. You've waited six to eight weeks after the first three to four weeks and then gone six to eight more weeks. Six to eight weeks after that, it's time to start coaching your top performers. That's when you start the coaching model, delivering it to top performers. And again, better to spend your time with them. They're going to be a better audience. They're going to improve more. Every hour you spend with them will get you more returns. Yeah, That's a fundamental management principle, even though nobody knows it. Yeah, and frankly, it's going to be a whole lot more fun to coach, you know, one of your top performers without that sense that it's a must-improve situation. Right. That's right, never right, 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 fun, right? The way some of your lower-level performers will feel when you start to coach them. Yes, right, right. And after coaching a couple of your top performers through one to two successful coaching completions, you set a goal and you actually achieve them, then you roll out coaching more broadly across the entire team. And, you know, I got a little bit ahead of myself. You want to introduce coaching in much the same way. We don't want to beat you over the head with the, 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 the detail here, but we want to introduce coaching the same way you introduce feedback at your staff meeting, walking through the basics. It'll save you a lot of time and headaches. You don't introduce coaching individually, privately, and one-on-ones. It takes too long, right? You do it in the staff meeting so everybody knows it's coming, and it's just another, it's another tool you you're going to use to, to, to help your people grow, which quite frankly, anybody who doesn't want to grow, you need to figure out a way to get rid of. And for those people who want to grow now, you've got a tool to do it. Right. And I think that's the last of our step-by-step guidance. Man, that took, that took a while. It did. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I apologize for that. I don't, I don't, we, you can't make that more efficient. You've got it. We, you know, we're, we're about the nitty gritty and the details as long as well as the aspirational stuff. And, uh, we always struggle with the whole depth versus speed equation. Um, and I felt like this is an important enough topic that taking this long is what was best. It's, this is a big, big topic. Uh, we don't label something a classic or a hall of fame. What we think is a hall of fame cast, not, not because we're that good, but because the topic is that important, right? Hey, we're in the Hall of Fame. We invented it. We created it. And we're the first two guys in it. No, we're not Babe Ruth. Uh, we, we don't label it that for nothing. This is an important part of management growth. You as a manager learning the, the basics, the building blocks of what makes you and your team successful. Great. I absolutely agree. 
And and wait, there's more. There's more. Some <laughs> steak knives. <laughs> now we get to move on to the rest of the lettered guidance as as opposed to the right. numbered guidance. I think I, you've been very nice about not saying that there are 12 bullets to say nothing of the 30 or so sub bullets. I appreciate no, I, that, by the way. I, I think people have, have, have got that. I don't want to I don't yeah. want to rub it in. Yeah, thanks. So, so we covered A at the beginning um, that the Trinity designed to work together. Right. But our next background guidance is that this rollout plan works in a, a number of situations. It does. Um, we get lots of questions about here's how I got where I am. You know, the previous boss was fired. I got promoted. What's the plan in my situation? And the answer is almost inevitably what you heard above. If you're newly promoted to lead your former peers, this cast is totally applicable. You know, we're, we're a little bit different. I mean, because like management guidance gurus and so on get that question a lot, they feel like they should come up with a plan for leading your former peers. We don't make that big a distinction for this promotion because it's quite frankly, much more frequent than most people want to admit. And it doesn't have to be dramatic if you know what to do as a manager, which is to say in the beginning, one-on-ones feedback coaching, and then ultimately delegation as well. Uh, we do acknowledge that it's a bit tougher. Um, but, but frankly, if you engage in the right behavior, it's only tougher in your head, quite honestly. Um, so, so yeah, we want to do that. And we want to recognize that even if your previous boss did one-on-ones feedback and coaching, it doesn't matter that you, you don't pick up and start doing feedback coaching and one-on-ones altogether because you need to learn it as a boss. And even if you've done it before, because you have directs in your present job, when you get promoted to your boss's job and your boss did all that stuff, and now you're leading your former peers, it doesn't matter that they've been getting it and you've been doing it to a different group. You still start over because you're their new boss. You have a new relationship with them that is fundamentally different than what you were as a per peer. And you, you have to accept that and, and gradually work their way, work your way into one-on-ones feedback and coaching with them. And... Look, and that's just one, okay? Uh, if the team you are leading is not a bunch of your former peers, but it's a newly formed team, whether these people work for you or not, again, the guidance we just talked about works. Um, whether you did the Trinity where you were before or not, you can start in this situation. If everybody on the team had one-on-ones from a bunch of different bosses before, resist the tendency to rush. Deliberateness is a good thing when you're starting a new team. For all of the guidance given here, do not rely on a previous manager's use of any of the Trinity to allow you to skip forward. It's not about time. It's about building a relationship within your present context, which is you're the new boss and they're the new direct. Do not rush. What about moving over to taking on, a, on a, an existing team? Same, 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 same. Okay. okay. Whether the old boss did or didn't do one-on-ones or feedback or coaching, you're new to them. They're new to you. Go slow. Any early losses in, in terms of you feeling like you could do more, you know this stuff, you could push faster, they're ready and so on. Any early losses, opportunities that you don't take because you're going, you're being deliberate will be more than made up for by later speed that is built upon the fundamental of great management, which is relationships with your directs. Okay. What about 
what about a different situation where you, you have a team, you're doing all this stuff with that team, and then you get new directs added to you. You get more people on your team, new people. To exactly. Your team. Same. They, you start all over with them. You roll it out with them slowly. You don't say, okay, this is how I manage. And now you have to swallow what managers do, Mike, is they say, okay, I, I learned all this stuff. So now this is how I manage. And so when you come to work for me, now all this stuff, you have to learn all this stuff. Well, management is about your directs. That's our definition of management, right? Is that, is you interacting and getting the most out of your directs because there are more directs than you. And if all 10 of your directs get 5% more effective, that's a lot more valuable to the company than you becoming 5% more effective. Yeah. But so, okay. You, so, so I, I get that point, but if, if I got to start over every time somebody with, with the people, the new members of my team, yeah, that might make them more effective, but it sure makes my job a lot harder. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, I feel bad for you, too. Oh, I so really what, do. So what are you going to do about that, Mr. I don't care. Consultant? I don't care that your job is harder. You get paid more. Do you want to be effective or do you want your job to be easy? Can I have really? both? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I You know. The market is pretty efficient. If there's a way for managers to be lazy and to get great results, I think somebody would have figured it out. Right? I mean, mankind has existed for a long time. Organizations have existed for a long time. I just... You're, you're killing me, dude. I, you're killing me. I, I've been telling all my friends all these years, this last decade and a half, about how <laughs> smart you are. And yeah. how... Yeah. And, and here, yeah. here you are. You haven't, you haven't figured it out. I'm really, I try very hard to be in touch with the reality of human beings and human beings don't like to have things forced down their throats. It's why companies don't like being acquired. It's why they don't like losing control. So look, you start all over, you roll out the Trinity to new members that have been added to your team. Even when the, all 10 of the people who are to work for you totally know this stuff and you're rocking and rolling with them, you, you start over and you go slow with the new people like you were just walking in and they were a brand new team and you didn't have anybody working for you. You totally need to build relationships with them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It'll happen a little faster if you've done a good job in terms of relationships with everybody else and the new members will talk to the existing members and they'll learn uh, through, through water cooler conversations that your team will reinforce all the positives. They'll be, the new people will be more readily accepting of this stuff in general, not always, but in general, but, but that is never, it's not a good reason to go fast when it comes to great management speed kills. Silver bullets, which is that's what everybody wants. Managers want. They want to be able to solve the problem in five minutes. And it's a bit like saying I'm looking for Atlantis when it comes to being a manager. Good luck. Right. Uh, far better to hunker down to invest and let the time value of communication. There's a new phrase for you. The time value of communication work in your favor. Yeah, I, I, I bet you're even going to say that this works even when you've been giving temporarily some new directs. Yeah. And, and, you know, when the boss says, look, they're only going to be here for three months, so you better just get going real fast. Wrong. <laughs> slow, slow, slow. I'm telling you, you know, John, uh, um, John Luck's book talks about, you know, uh, right, uh, not rites of passage, but uh, uh, his other book talks very openly, uh, uh, insights for the journeys. It's the first rule is fit in, fit in, fit in. Everything I know, every executive, every manager that is told by a boss to rush when things get stirred up and when you don't have relationships and your peers aren't supporting you and you're perceived as a, as a bull in a China shop, and then somebody else has to carry your water in a few months. I've had this conversation a thousand times when somebody else has to carry your water six months down the road after you've been a bull in a China shop and nobody's willing to carry your water, you're, you're SOL. 
You're not going to have support for bigger things other than just stirring the pot in the first six months. Don't try to speed things up. If you don't get through the whole trinity because you only have them for 8, 10, 12 weeks, fine. Whatever you did get through is better than what they had before. And even if they had one-on-ones feedback and coaching before, because you're not, you weren't their boss then, and they need to establish a new relationship with you. And you know what? That's just the cost of doing business. Speeding it up is not good. It's like saying, okay, I, 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 I really just want to go faster when I drive. Okay, fine. And then you're going to get more speeding tickets. So good. don't do it. Good. Okay. Two more background points. Right. First is that the Trinity can and does work all the current, but there's some dangers we need to talk about. Yeah, you know, of course it can. Each one, feedback, coaching, delegation, one-on-ones, all four members of the Trinity are designed in and of themselves to be holistic. They work, but they're designed as they're designed to work together much more effectively. The synergy is enormous, right? Because it's all built on relationships and the fundamental purpose of a boss, which is to improve the performance of their team. And the primary tool managers have is communication. So when it comes to performance communication, why wouldn't you, after you establish relationship, (laughs) talk about performance with some kind of model to do that? And what do you know? We have a feedback model. Um, Technically, though, you, you could jump right into feedback. You'll stink at it. Your people will hate you. And it will take a lot longer for real change to happen, change that sticks, but it will work. I mean, personally, I can't imagine wanting to coach someone without a one-on-one for it to occur in, right? Because that's what we recommend recommend people do their coaching during the one-on-ones, five minutes a week. Uh, I can't imagine wanting to coach someone without them being ready for feedback, but sure, you can do it. Again, it'll take longer. It'll be more of a struggle, but you can Okay, but, so if you need to use any of those tools, you can. But? Yeah, okay, good. If you're going to go through your management life with I can as your standard, man, you're going to be miserable. And multiply that by 10 for your directs. Can, right, you have power. You can is the lowest common denominator thinking there is when it comes to manager. Don't think can, think return. How much effort can I expend now for the most long-term benefit? Again, think time value of change and time value of communication, not change because of the power that says you can. Uh, Whenever somebody says to you, why are you doing that? And you say, because I can, that absolutely degrades your standing in the eyes of other people because you're essentially using role power. You're too constrained already. Spend your hours carefully with an eye toward good, better, best, right? Good, better, best. Never let me rest until my good is better and my better best. Don't try to be great overnight. Be 1% better tomorrow and 1% better the next day. And pretty soon you're in a class all by yourself. If you commit your forces piecemeal, Right. When you do, if you're in battle, if you commit your forces piecemeal rather than massing and, and your enemies, which are time and competition and entropy and fear and uncertainty and doubt, those enemies will beat you up in the long run. Mass at the point of decision, which is to say, pick the right thing and, and deliver on that over and over and over again. And you will get better results, which is when it comes to management, better results is the victory you're looking for. Yeah. And one final thought, we, we recommend that each manager assess where they already are and just join the process there. Yeah, sure. Um, we're not suggesting every manager who is already doing one-on-ones start over again, right? 
for those with whom you have started this process, you're already doing one-on-ones, not new directs, not new teams, not where you are as a professional in terms of mastering the tools. For those with whom you've already started, ask yourself where they would say you are. Ask yourself how solid your progress is. And look, if you need to go back a step, go back a step and reinvest. Take your time, get it right. So your future as a manager is built on a professional managerial foundation, something that'll last. It's okay to jump in midstream as long as the upstream is clear and cool and flowing and strong. And okay, probably too much imagery there. Sorry. That was bad. I'm sorry. Really Wow. Bad. Again. Yeah, long cast. Wow. Long cast. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not a, a poet. <laughs> Maybe now would be a good time for me to sum everything up or yeah, go yeah, over everything. Good. Yeah, that'd be a good yeah, time. Let's get out of here. Okay. So first. We covered this, the the prefatory point, the one prefatory point we covered up front. The Trinity is designed to work together. Each of the tools stands on its own, but they're designed to work together because human beings work best when they have great relationships with their boss. And the only way you have a great relationship with your boss is spend time with your boss, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, then we then we covered the eight step-by-step points, which is you start with one-on-ones, 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 one-on-ones. You spend six to eight weeks doing one-on-ones, learning how to do them and stumbling around and making a fool of yourself, but being forgiven because people like the fact that they have a way to communicate with you as their boss. After six, those six to eight weeks, you announce the feedback model in a staff meeting. Once you do that, then you start giving feedback to your top performers first. After doing that for three to four weeks, you add positive feedback to the rest of the team, Right. And then after six to eight more weeks of positive feedback to everybody, now you add negative feedback to top performers. And then um, following six to eight weeks of feedback to everybody, both positive and negative, then you roll out coaching slowly using the same basic model of introducing uh, introducing the model in a staff meeting and sharing it with everybody all at the same time. So you don't you, you use the Mike Ozan head doesn't explode rule, which is don't try to do this individually in one on ones. It doesn't work. Um and then we covered three more points here at the end. The rollout plan works in a number of different situations. It's always better to go slow. Don't think that you're in the one situation that says, okay, I can just dump this all on them all at once. Um, it, again, each of these things do work a la carte, but there are dangers with it. It's harder. It takes longer. You'll have more bumps. And then lastly, of course, for those of you already doing one-on-ones or feedback or what have you, then ask yourself, where am I in this process? If you need to take a step back, but everybody who's listening, who's doing one-on-ones doesn't need to go back and start again. If you've been doing one-on-ones for a year, probably now's a good time to consider putting in the feedback model. So assess where you are and join the process there. Super great. This was really, I think this cast was one of those just missing in our basic series. I think yeah, this is really going to round it up rounded out quite nicely good super thanks my friend thanks partner we'll see you bye-bye thanks everyone i hope you found that useful this has been a long time coming and i hope uh, you you found it as powerful as we think it is how to exactly roll this out has been a mystery for a lot of folks and we hope we put that one to rest so until next week have a great one see ya <laughs>